told Father Phil this morning when I came in, I am so excited to preach about these uh, readings. And he said, okay, Joe, seven minutes. Gotta keep it down. And I was like, okay. Um, these readings are fabulous. The imagery in Isaiah is just really exciting. And I'm going to use that when we close out the homily. But we're going to talk about this calling of these three individuals. Isaiah, Paul, and Peter. All being called. And they all have this magnificent encounter with the Lord. And then we're going to talk about what is he asking us to do. And in the Gospel reading, I want us to focus on one thing. Jesus says, put your nets out into the deep. He's asking each of us today to put our nets into the deep water. Time to get real, man. That's what he's saying. Let's get real with one another. We're going to need to get deep. No more shallow stuff. And so what are our nets? Our nets are time, talents, and our treasures and our resources. And we're asked today to get a little bit deeper. We're asked today that he might be asking you. Maybe it's time to get a little bit deeper in your relationship with your spouse. Have you ever prayed together? My wife and I have done prayer together quite often. And we go through times when we're really good at it and times when we're not. Right now, I'm telling you, I'm going to make that commitment. I'm going to pray more with my wife. And it's times when we are praying together that I see a special side of her that I wouldn't see any other way. If you want to get more intimate with your spouse, great way to do it. That word, intimacy, into me, see. And in prayer, when we pray together, I see her soul. She sees my soul. And we become more one and God one with us. Maybe if you're young and you're uh, getting ready to think about a vocation, maybe God is calling you to think about the seminary or the religious life. Maybe he's saying, go a little deeper. And certainly, in this year of faith, we are all called to go deeper with our faith, to learn more about the rich treasures that we have in our faith. Maybe he's calling us to go a little bit deeper. Maybe he's calling us to go a little bit deeper in our relationships with our customers, if you're in the customer care business, or patients, if you're in the uh, medical field. Jesus would be a great CEO. I told some people that this week. I was on a conference call with uh, four other people and we were talking about customer service and ways we can be better at what we're doing. And I said to him, I said, uh, is anybody here a Catholic on this call? And they were like, oh, Joe, here he goes. He's going to start preaching to us. And I said, oh, no, no, don't worry. I'm not going to do that. But we started, I said, you know, they all said, yes, I'm Catholic. I said, okay, listen to this Sunday morning. Jesus is calling us to go a little deeper. We need to get 
deeper than, if we want to be effective with people, we need to be deeper. Get out of the shallow stuff. Get out of the shallow waters. Now, he calls each of us to be fishers of men. When we fall in love with our faith, and we learn more about him, we're going to be eager to tell other people about him. It's not our job to just convert them. That's God's job. It's our job to live our faith. Live it, and it becomes real. And we have three individuals who none of them felt qualified today. Isaiah, Paul, Peter. We should learn something about that. God does not call qualified. He looks for the people that he wants. He's calling you and I. And our song today says that God started a good work and you will not leave you there. He will complete it. He qualifies you all. He will qualify you. In Isaiah, beautiful images. Isaiah somehow gets this go behind this curtain of the altar. You were only able to do that if you were a rabbi of a certain rank that you go behind there once a year. But Isaiah goes behind the altar and he sees the daughter of sacrifice and and he gets a vision into the into this invisible world of angels and seraphim. We believe. There are angels and seraphim right here, right around this altar, especially every time we do the Eucharist. And the angels and seraphim were shouting back and forth to each other, Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts. Does that sound familiar? And, and all of a sudden, smoke starts filling the air. And it's the glory and the beauty of God. And if we were to actually see the beauty of God, we would die of an overdose of the beauty. Isaiah sees it. And then when he sees it, he realizes, oh, whoa, I'm doomed. He sees how unworthy he is. I am gay. And you know what? We are all going to feel that way. When we pass from this life to the next one, we will get to see that beauty of God. We will see how just other than God we are. And, whoa, I am doomed, he says. God says, I can fix that. So he sends one of the angels over to the altar with tongs. And he picks up the embers. And he brings it over to Isaiah. And he touches his lips. What we do here in a few minutes with the body, soul, and divinity of our Lord taken from ordinary bread and wine and turned into his very body, soul, divinity turns into the ember of the Lord. And through the priest, the deacon, the Eucharistic ministers, the angel of the Lord is sending us to pick up just like the tongs and go over and hand you that ember, and it touches our lips. And just like in Isaiah, God looks out and says, there's so much work needs to be done. 
have people that are hungry, people that are starving, people that are lonely. I need people to be my hands and feet because that's how he operates. And he says, who will go for me? Who will go for me? And when we say, amen, we say, here am I, Lord. Here am I. Send me.